Hello, everyone. is just the happy, bark of a tree. Happy New Year. <laughs> Welcome to the Receipt Podcast. This week brought to you by Squarespace and Tripping. 2018? 2018. We made it. We're in the future. That's crazy. This, this is not pre-taped at all, and we're not still in 2017. What do you think 2018's like? I mean... I'm Gus. What's it? I'm Gavin. I'm Barbara. I'm Bernie. Oh, wow. I'm you Gus. guys just skipped right over me. That's cool. Fuck what do you, you mean? They skipped right over me. Oh, the people in the booth? Yeah. Yeah, they're racist. Just I don't cut you. away from Barbara the entire podcast. <laughs> Just leave it on Just here. Leave, the whole, leave it on Barbara where we camp. Live now. This, this is now part of the half. podcast. Just talking about who's getting close-ups and who's not. We've reached this point. In our I'm lives. sorry. So we're uh, we're obviously like I said we're pre-taping because uh, we're probably I'm probably hungover. It's New Year's Day. Yeah, this is uh, with this all the parties is, you don't go to. Well, all the parties I don't go to. I, I, I still get drunk at home. Nothing wrong with that. It's true. New you get day, drunk. You can get drunker at home than you can when you're out. New Year's Day, I think, is the worst day of the year. Why? Why? It's just like everyone's hungover. Nah. It's everyone. Everyone puts this massive stigma on the last day of the where, year. You gotta go ape shit, and then everyone sucks. Where did you day. get this champagne, Patrick? <gasps> Mariel got it. Where'd you get it? Mariel got it. Patrick said. Where? The one like here by the yeah. by the studio. Okay. Why? Because oh. it's very hard to find Brut Natur champagne. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Listen to this conversation. Fred's? Fred's? Uh, Fred's? <laughs> I said France like Fred's. Uh, yeah, I thought she I said Fred's. I want to Fred's. <laughs> we are I, thought they, Fred's. I thought they didn't carry any there. You're gonna, uh, there's I'm going to have to shake it. Don't shake light. it. What are you doing, man? Shake do you not it. know how to open it? I'm pushing. He's trying to do it on purpose. Don't, he's light. trying to open it entertainingly. Oh, you doing it as well? Should we try and hit corks mid oh, This is New Year's, right? We should open champagne. Sure. Oh, here he goes. Oh, oh you're aiming it right at the light. Cover your There's eyes. nowhere you cover can aim it that's safe. Aim it at Gus. No. Gus is cheaper than the lights. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it going and then I'm gonna let go. I'm super bad at this, by the way. What is it's this? Going. Red it's thing? going. It's going. Or is it? Oh, Gavin. Other Gavin. So sorry about your lights, dude. <laughs> Everyone, watch yourself. <laughs> Not good. You're flicking it. <laughs> Go on, son. You got it. What's you got it? official title? Keep pushing. Lightmonger. Lightmonger. Oh, He's Keep not pushing. selling. He doesn't sell the lights. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was good. Oh, good. Nothing went out. Pretty good. Uh, the champagne didn't even explode. I yeah, know you're pretty I'm good doing. at that. All right, who was it? Be careful. Give me some of that here. I mean, yeah, I would like some champagne with my seen. bubbles, <laughs> if that's okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna weaponize mine. <laughs> oh my God, Gavin, you're a fucking mess, man. Do you need help pouring? Oh, almost got Gus. Up, shit. On your laptop, uh, damn it! <laughs> on your laptop, then you no at all. <laughs> you put it everywhere where liquid shouldn't be. Well, I don't know what to do. I'm trying to like not get it on the carpet. I'm very listen. You're trying to not get it on the carpet, so you got it on your laptop. <laughs> I'm just gonna help you out there. You ever see? You ever see the 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 picture of the <laughs> students running across campus in the rain with their laptops over their heads like this? Yeah. Oh my god, that's. Did you, did you ever see that? I closed uh, my laptop before I did it. I was like, thank you, Anna. Did you ever see that? I was a little smart. That video of that uh, college student in San Antonio, they call him uh, Aluminum Pan Man. Aluminum Pan Man? What did you hit somebody in the face with aluminum he, pan? There was a thunderstorm going on in his apartment complex, so he needed to run outside. So he grabbed a cookie sheet to cover his head. <gasps> and you see him run out, and then immediately this giant bolt of lightning comes down, and it's deafening. You've never seen that? No, get the fuck out of here. He gets hit by a bolt of lightning because <laughs> he's got a cookie sheet over his head? Thank you. Aluminum Pan Man. Uh, it's only like a 25-second video. I'll send Bernie? it into to broadcast on the Slack. I don't know if we it, can. Bernie? I do not have you got a glass. It? I already got it. Hey, this is it. It's the R.I.P. Aluminum Pan Man. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it sets off car alarms. Well, yeah, lightning and thunder usually do, so. When you get hit by a thunderbolt, Gus. A thunderbolt? Dude, you know what? 
I'm gonna wait to talk about this. I'm gonna wait to talk about this. Let's talk about it now. No, I can't. I can't because the segue that I used or the thing that inspired me to think about it. Okay. All right. Uh, would be, potentially be a spoiler just to people who know the the the. I'm already too deep. I'm too okay, deep. I'm too I deep. said okay. You don't need so to. I, there was further. a popular thing that I like that I decided to go kind of down the spoiler path with, and I, and I wish that I hadn't done that. Okay. Like I, I didn't watch the trailer to the Last oh. Jedi because I was worried about spoilers. I didn't watch the second one, and I think even Ryan Johnson specifically said, "Don't watch it." Yeah, don't don't watch it. There's been a lot of backtracking on Last Jedi. Like Mark Hamill has very humbly backtracked from his comments. About the way that Luke Skywalker was that treated he in the movie. Like how it's portrayed. That's what yeah. he said initially, but then he went back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's backed off. I was, of those I was sure she knew. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, to me, they just wrote Luke Skywalker as Mark Hamill in that movie. Like that's just Mark Hamill to me. It's <laughs> <laughs> like how he would play. He Luke. came through a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like his personality. And then uh, Ryan Johnson had to back off his comments about the, the trailer being spoilerish. To get yelled at, do you think? I probably got a phone call, a stern talking to by someone. I, I, who the fuck knows? Maybe he's like, oh shit, maybe he read his own comments and was like, that's not what I intended to say, and went back and said something else. So, I see. But I, I wish I had watched, I have since watched the trailer, and I wish I watched it because I don't think it would have ruined right, yeah. the last Jedi. Yeah, I always have a problem where I don't want to <laughs> even look at. I, I really Barbara, want to drink this, but I, want, I have to have a toast before I drink champagne. All Why? right, Barbara, why don't you give us the toast? Give us the toast. To 2018. Oh, that's okay. You nailed it. To 2018. You, that's all you need. To being hungover and drinking champagne, apparently. Yes. And Barbara to all cares. of you guys. Little to a wonderful 2017 and to an even better 2018. Yes. So 2017 was the year of what? If you had to sum it up, it was the year of like shame. The rooster. And I, the rooster. <laughs> I would call that rock bottom. 2017. I hope. Bottom. Yeah. Right. I hope. I, in 2016, let's, people let's, were. 2016 was the year of celebrities dying. It was, and everyone was like, "Oh, we need to get out of this year." Yeah, and this also, is horrible. Trump was elected in a surprise victory. Uh, President Trump was elected, and a lot of people were very upset by that. And they were like, "Oh, I just got to get this year behind me." It's like, nope, that's not. Yeah. It's not going to get any the, better. The in 2017, 2017 said, "Hold my beer." Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that one. The rise of the <laughs> cryptocurrencies. <laughs> yes, I think this uh, long term that might be one of the big things. 2017. You think it's going to last? Man, that. Crash around right before Christmas was crazy yeah. on that. It oh, went, yeah. and, and of course, I was reading stories about people taking out high interest rate loans or refinancing their houses to get equity out in order to buy cryptocurrency, and, and then, then it, it dropped like it dropped like in half, five percent. Oh, that's yeah. a, that's a common story when it comes to any kind of run up in anything in the financial sector. You know, but then, we lived through the dot com era, Gus. Right. You remember everybody was, but stuff like that potentially could be catastrophic to the real, like the main economy, if people real. start defaulting on. <laughs> On houses or mortgages and other high interest rate loans. But then crypto we get crypto busters come in and buy it all up. Yeah. <laughs> then we get a great movie like The Big Short, though. That's always good. <laughs> then it's worth it. <laughs> totally worth it. Totally worth it to that crash the global weird. economy. It's a weird movie. How, how close do you think we are? Have you guys seen the movie Her? Yes. Yeah. How close do you think we are to that being reality? So we talked right before the podcast started. I uh, was showing Anna, who is here. Anna, she was just here. She was giving napkins, which seems like a horrible thing. She took off? Okay. She makes us look pretty before the She podcast. makes us, yes. Uh, she does hair and makeup uh, for a number of different productions, uh, but she's one of the people who does it on a regular basis for the RT podcast. She hates me the most because I show up four seconds She has to do your makeup on Yeah, but you're beautiful. She thinks you avoid her. Do you avoid her? No. No, I love her. She's great. Okay. I just, I, I was in a PUBG game right before this. It is unfortunate that this podcast, because of its length, we usually have to run in right before, like maybe 15 minutes before, spend the least amount of time in that chair talking with that person 
And then you're like, okay, talk to you in a minute. And then you go do the podcast. And of course, they're gone. They're not going to stick around for an hour and a half to yeah. have a catch up conversation with you. It's a little bit easier. She does also does uh, <clears throat> Million Dollars Butt yep. as well. I think she did all the. Um, she loving little roosters. Yeah, she did, she did all the makeup for John as Darth Maul. I believe is that correct? I, I guess think no one, so. I know she does a lot of and, uh, and Ashley is her cat makeup. She did all that. Yeah, so. she does a lot of special effects makeup. Ashley was a great cat. She was like she's too so good. happy as that. I think she she's learning from experience. Like she she's always had cats, right? Mm -hmm. Even as a kid, she's big in a new skills mode right now. She's learning a lot of new skills. Knitting that scale mail, or she's what doing do you, what scale do you, what do you mail. It? That's yeah. her big thing right now. Becoming a cat. She's building scale mail. Like she has like real shoulder metal. pieces and stuff. We went to the Renaissance Fair, and that it sparked she, something it, inside it of her. Bit her hard, yeah. Something <laughs> awoke within her. <laughs> but uh, right before the podcast, uh, we were. Uh, Anna was telling me about her trip that she took. She took to a foreign country for Christmas uh, with her husband, and they did some fun like activities there where they had to translate some stuff. And I showed her. <clears throat> The Google Translate app, the free app that's on, it's got to be on Android if it's on iPhone. Yeah, of course. Google, uh, where you can just hold it up to a sign in a foreign language, and then in real time, it's like an AR mm -hmm. application is what it is. It'll modify the words. It'll translate all the words on the sign to whatever language. Like I was doing English to French because everything around us is English. And it's crazy. When you show it to people, it's like magic when you yeah. see it for the first time. But we were, we were talking <clears throat> about this. What is now... What time frame are we in where we're going to have an earpiece that translates foreign languages to us? Yeah, I mean, the, on the, fly. the Pixel earbuds already do it in collaboration with Google Translate, but you got to have the phone, right? You still need to have that piece of hardware. I'm buying that phone tomorrow. So it if takes that's the in case. audio and then translate it instantly into yeah. the earbuds? That exists already? Yeah, the Pixel earbuds. I'm amazed that we haven't seen this yet as a, as a prototype. It came out a couple months ago. I but have your no idea. to do it for ages. What's the difference? You just don't want to have your phone do it. You want it just to be Brian, that's what it does, is it connects through the phone. That's yeah. The, a the universal translator that sits in your ear and does it real time. How Barbara's reaction, I think, is the right one. The delay. How long is the delay? Is it instant? Uh, it's pretty quick. I mean, it's not uh, obviously instant. Not and you have to keep the sentences kind of basic. But it works. Insane. Well, like when you use the, the visual app to translate written text, yeah. obviously the conjugation of the words is sometimes way off. Sure. But certainly if you see the words in a sentence, you're like, oh, I can infer what this means. You tend to do that anyway for Latin-based languages. You're like, okay, I can kind of see what this word means and that word means. And this sign says, don't go swimming here because there's I, sea bears. I, I, <laughs> you know, did I tell you about the, sometimes you get a little off. the time I used it in Korea? I was at a restaurant and uh, I was looking at a menu. Obviously, I can't read Korean, so I pulled out that Google Translate app, and I looked at it, and uh, it said like pig rectum. And I was like, "Is that right?" <laughs> so I had to ask, like, "Why not?" My in-laws, I was with, like, "Hey, um, what is that?" And they were like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "Okay, no, not not ordering that." Give it a chew. Mm -hmm. You didn't try pig rectum. I did not eat the pig rectum. Would you try pig rectum? Yeah. No, I tried pig rectum. Right? I think if people are going to eat liver, eat anything at that point. I liver love is liver. Gross. Liver's where all the shit, the poison in your I body goes. I love liver. Liver's like a gritty you eat that? goop. Eat anything. Chicken liver? It's delicious. What wouldn't you eat? What's the bottom thing? I don't know. A pig rectum. I would, yeah, is that I for eat, you? I would okay. eat pig rectum. I don't know if I'd I would eat, eat tongue. I'm Looks a little fine. weirded out by tongue. Eyes. Yeah. I wouldn't uh, eat eye. Eyes. Oh, I wouldn't eat have eyes. I wouldn't eat brain. Have you all eaten barbacoa? Not doing it. No. No? Was that like Barbacoa? cow face? Yeah, it's like all the face just like scraped off. Cheek oh, and everything, yeah, right? Yeah, they serve that in tacos all yeah, over the place. Yeah, normally that has like tongue and eyeball in it. I don't, I don't like eating eyeball? things that yeah, look sometimes. like what they are. Like, I don't, I wouldn't eat an eyeball because it looks like an eyeball. What about yeah. an eyelid? I'd eat an eyelid. <laughs> and I'm fascinated by this. So you wouldn't eat food that looks like the animal? That look, yeah, or a part of the animal. Like. See, I think there's part of this with our language as well. Like, there's some animals that we don't call them what they were as animals when they become food. Like, cows become beef. 
You don't have a cow sandwich, you know. <laughs> but chicken stays chicken, and fish stays fish. Or Turkeys. chicken, like chicken does become poultry at some points as well. You yeah, know? but you're not gonna say, "Could I get the poultry sandwich?" Yeah, it's chicken sandwich. Yeah, but there's different categories of different things that certain things change names. Like pig becomes pork. Yeah, you don't, you don't have a pig sandwich either. Veal. Veal. Yeah, yeah veal will definitely never. I will have baby cow. Look at all the veals the walking in the field. <laughs> Adorable baby cow sandwich. All the steaks. Mm. Calamari. Calamari. Is that is that like a type of squid thing? A calamari? No, I just think it's what. I, yeah. See, that's I, another thing with calamari. I love calamari. I can't eat the ones that look like the octopus. Oh, really? Like there's those little pieces that look like yeah. the octopus. I can't eat those. Okay. You I actually mean, like saw the what the word calamari comes from the other day, but I can't remember it now. It was like a callus. It was uh, fuck. I'll, I'll look it up. Calamari. No, when you order calamari at a restaurant, you get like the little circles that look like onion rings. Sometimes, depending on how it's cut up. But then they also sometimes give you the like actual little the tentacle part. Tentacle part. Yeah. yeah. I can't, I can't well, do that. some of its head, isn't it, and some of its. Is it the head? Tentacles. <laughs> um, like if you dice up a squid head, does it become rings? I think there's all different sizes. Of it squid. comes from <laughs> Greek kalamos, yes. which meant pen, and Latin calamarium, which means pen case. Pen case. How do you make an and octopus laugh? And that became calamari. Calamari. <laughs> you give it ten tickles. <laughs> it's a reference to the squid's long tapering internal <laughs> shell and its ink. I like that joke. Ah, oh, the ink. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So they try to be a little clever there. Wow, that's totally a listening. really convoluted way to say fried squid. Fried squid. Yeah. Well, there, uh, there's, uh, I probably, I wouldn't eat brain. Something I definitely would not ever do, I don't think. And I always find this completely disturbing when I see it in online videos or things like that. There's parts of the world where they try to eat things as alive as possible. And oh, I'm yeah. not into that in any way whatsoever. That seems torturous to me. What do you mean by that? They like, oh. they'll eat like, fish when they'll, they'll put it back in the bowl after they've cut a piece off. Yeah, like you're eating a living fish. Or like the octopus thing, there's yeah. there's literally markets, I'm assuming somewhere in Asia, where they skewer a live octopus and the tentacles are like wrapping around the thing and you eat a live octopus. Well, it's still like twitching? Yeah. <laughs> that was in The Amazing Race like 10 years ago or so, I think. Was it? That was one of the challenges. Like when they were in Korea, they had to eat Did like a little, a little octopus. Oh. A living octopus. Right. Uh, yeah. Gotta get, gotta get that little puss. Would you eat oyster? <laughs> get out. That was the name of the leg of the race. It was a little puss. A little puss. <laughs> Getting some puss. I mean, if you eat a dead oyster, that's bad, right? You have to eat a living one. Mm-mm. Are they living when you eat them? Unless well, they're fried, so. I think. Are no. they alive? No. no. They're I mean, in ice, buddy. Yeah. Yeah? Aren't they alive in ice? Well, let's look it up. I mean, this is Gavin usually says stuff I that's like... I thought a dead oyster was a Mingan oyster. A dead oyster. Well, I mean, I'm not, you're not picking it up off the side of the Raw road. Raw oysters are alive until you eat them, in case you didn't know. There you go. Guess you look. Stein 2018, right. Gavin I love oysters, stuff. but now I'm a little... Yeah, that's like the one thing. I'll be less likely to eat oysters like, now. These are alive. As it, as it may sound gross, but it's actually a good thing because when those raw oysters die, they are no longer safe to eat. Interesting. Look at Gavin. Wow. Gavin knowing stuff. You're so smart this year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I learned. I, you left me hanging in 2018. People, people actually don't know precisely when oysters die when you're eating them. Some people think that when you shuck them, when the meat is separated from the shell, you probably kill them because their heart is uh, right there next to that muscle. That's that keeps a bummer. Them in the shell. So you just rip yeah. the heart out. Well, what I mean, I mean, but I mean, that's better though because you don't. You're not supposed to chew an oyster either. You just suck it down, I so, so I it would just die slowly in your stomach if it was still alive. Yeah, I mean, I I get that any kind of food that's based on an animal has to be killed at some point, and that does seem like the normal way that they would go about killing it. So, you know. Bring me ten oysters. I alive. Know. I always wondered that because there was, I told the story about how I was asked to film a horse get shot 
in the head, but I didn't do it because it was minging. But it'd be interesting on a slow-mo, like, super high-speed level, so as you see the bullet, like, going in the skull. Well, go ahead. Like, at what point does the life leave the cow? What's wrong with you? No, I was thinking, I'm like, what it would be like You're on a complete that? dark side with slow-motion photography. What is no. up with it's you? It's like, in, like, no country for old men, right? Like, when Anton Sugar has the thing? Yeah. Like, but it's what? like, you get shot in the head, but, I mean, if you die instantly from a headshot, it's the bullet somewhere... It's it's like you know sixty percent through the when brain. I assume it penetrates 70. the brain like like the second it penetrates the brain. Let me know when so, you upload that video, and I will not watch. <laughs> right, that but video. imagine a brain like this. All right, slow mo. Right, bullets uh -huh. coming in. When do you die? You, you dead now? Dead. Yeah. You're not dead then. What would you die of? The the thing <laughs> penetrating your brain. What you die of? The, you can lose like I get what you're saying. What's the point at which you know? Yeah. Like what's like, the what's the line between? Is it dead before it hits the ground? Yeah. Is it dead? As is the ground. Have we, I don't know if you talked about this podcast too, but it's always an interesting discussion to me. Is and we're we're into really weird territory here. <laughs> happy but New Year. <laughs> yeah, happy New Year. Like if I cut it's off a long life of happiness. If I cut off your feet, you're still Gavin. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm still Gavin. Yeah, Barbara's still <laughs> Gavin. If I cut off your legs, you're still Gavin. If I cut off your legs and your arms, well, you're still you... Gavin. Legs. Like, I'm in what my head. do I have to but how far? Like, how far before you're not you? Like, what? I would say, like, here. No, no, what I'm do I have to reduce? You would cut me off here. Right? Put you in a bath, like a, some kind of saline electric bath <laughs> with your brain. Yeah. And that's, you're still there. No, I'm gone. You're gone at that point? If my face is gone, I'm gone. <laughs> Gavin's his face. <laughs> All right. That's as good of an explanation as I've ever heard. Because I'm stored in my brain and I express through my face, right? If you separate those, then one of them's not me. Like, I'm not. Uh, so here's here's what I'm trying to get to. I can still identify you though from the head down. How big is yourself? <laughs> like how? What's the quantity that you need to to be yourself? Well, like how yourself, big is that? Yourself isn't physical, is it? It's just electricity. You're f okay. Go ahead. Isn't that right? It's to maintain state of electric. That's uh, hence the term the spark of life. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, the classic term. But I mean, you, you can die without losing your brain. Die without losing your brain. Yeah, you can. When you run out well, of electricity, well, yeah. you die. It's basically anything that keeps your brain from functioning. That's what makes you die. Like a shot. Patrick you cut off oxygen, you cut off blood. According to the Department of Animal Science at Which Colorado State University, a cow's head drops five to ten seconds after it's shot. A cow's head drops? What? So, so like, its head is still up, and then it, it falls down. So it takes five seconds for it? It seems like a long time. Well, that's just, you can, that's there's just muscles. Like someone missed the, missed the good bit but of the yeah, brain. But muscles are, they keep the thing going. Like, you can cut a chicken's head off, and it runs around. It's the worst conversation we've ever had, ever. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like this direction we're taking in 2018. It's dark. Yeah. We started dark. Look, 2018 is going to be a dark off. year. What's no, don't that? don't say that. No, don't say that. It'll be a very bright, it's shiny year. It's an even year. year. It's, I feel good about 2018. You think it's a middle trilogy? I think it's a good. Listen, the two thousands are finally legal. The two, th yeah, they were finally legal for what? Just voting, watch porn, voting, <laughs> buying cigarettes. Buying cigarettes. <laughs> what do you th do you think? There's ever been anyone under the age of eighteen who sees the "you have to be eighteen" warning? Gone. Ah, oh. oh, damn it! <laughs> Got me again. Got me really back. Is anybody? Is anybody doing maybe that? Maybe I would assume maybe like a young kid who's maybe afraid of like what. Cops are gonna what come. Happen if like they lie on the internet. Sure, that's true. Maybe. Yeah, there's people who believe it. And it's actually good to catch people who are anyone who would fall for that probably shouldn't be watching probably adult material. Way too young. Yeah, yeah, probably shouldn't be doing that kind of thing. So maybe so. that's what it's in place for. Maybe that's what it's in place. Well, it's in place for liability reasons. Yeah. That's it. So they can say, well, they clicked on it, so it's them. <laughs> that's it about my friend who won't use a face recognition phone because they believe that it kills your deniability. That I didn't do that on my phone. 
for now, anybody who uses a facial recognition phone. But they, couldn't they do that with Touch ID already? That was my argument, but. What, what does he mean? What's his point? That <clears throat> in case later in life you want to say, I didn't go look at that website, you know, I didn't do that. That the phone capturing your face says that it was definitely you. Like your phone knows who's using it at all points in time. It's true. That's, that is weird though, the, the facial rec recognition. It's always watching you, isn't it? Yeah. Because you like pay for things that way, you unlock it that way, so yeah. it's always looking at you. Yep. It's I not, don't. It's looking at you when it needs to. I don't know about you guys, but whenever you open the camera and it's accidentally the front-facing camera, it's it's always like like never a good. <laughs> so your phone thinks you're really ugly. Yeah, it's mean, <laughs> always your phone's vision of you. When, <laughs> when, or when you're staring blankly at the screen, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I wake up in the morning face. and I grab, if I grab my phone off my nightstand and I look, like I hold it up in front of me and I'm laying down, it never recognizes me. Like I have to move the I angle know. up a little bit yeah. so that it recognizes that it's my face. That's so funny. It's like, how what do I look like with all that gravity? Just like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the only people who are going to be paranoid about that are people doing dodgy shit. Weren't you the one talking about how you couldn't deny, like you you wouldn't have an alibi because your phone knows where you are all the time? No, I'm saying I would have an alibi. What's your point? Wasn't this a discussion not about the antics. security cameras in the UK? Wasn't that where you were talking about this last time? He likes those. How you like it and everyone else doesn't? Uh-huh. I Ever like it. People in the UK like it. I'd I, rather I would rather like it. I would rather if I'm, you know, walking down a dark alley where there's an ATM that there's a camera looking at it than not. No. Patrick got me some stroopwafels. ATM probably has a camera in it. <laughs> have, have a stroopwafel. Have a stroopwafel. Stroopwafel with champagne. It's 2018. Stroopwafel? These are uh, wet. Why are oh, from the champagne. But I'll buy a bag of wet. <laughs> oh, champagne is. Do you know? <laughs> keep passing it. Oh. <laughs> no, that's okay. I didn't want any. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. Um, did you see the, well, the? I'm enjoy them on my own. The Twitter thread that Chrissy Teigen had last night about oh my her God. flight to Japan. I don't understand that decision. It's so, so fucking bizarre. So I should probably explain it. Yeah. On LA to Tokyo, she got on an all Nippon Airway flight from Los Angeles to bound for Tokyo. Four hours Direct into the flight. flight. Yes, nonstop. They nonstop. weren't stopping in Alaska, Barbara. Four hours into the flight, wow. the flight turned around and down. came. You've been a, you've been really mean to me this podcast. I'm dishing it Have back I? to you. Yes. What did I say? Four hours into the flight, they turn around and land back at LAX. So they end up spending eight hours in the flight because one person on the flight had a ticket for a different airline for a United flight, and it wasn't a United. And they realized flight. they had an unauthorized person on the flight. But at what point do they think it's it's better and cheaper to turn everyone back? Than just go to Tokyo and send that bastard back. Could on be his just own. procedure. I mean, damn though. Think of like all the missed appointments in Tokyo. Think of all the hotels that aren't like all. You have to check in on your first stay at a hotel, your first night. Otherwise, you lose the thing. How long is the flight? It was like that. ten hours. So basically, they were two hours away, or not two hours away, but the eight hours they spent on the flight. And then I think she said they came back, and then they were taken to a secure area of the airport. Everyone had to deplane, and they were all kept like in a room. Well, everyone was interviewed on the flight. Oh my god! And then it eventually they got on a different flight. I don't buy it. There's mu there must be something else going on. Right. They surely wouldn't do that because someone's on the wrong plane. Right. It seems like a really weird decision. Interviewing other people on the plane. Uh, yeah. What's about that what? about? How, and how do you get on the wrong flight? Who is this person? And how do you realize who, four hours in? Who's like, oh shit! I was just going to San Francisco. Where they don't like speak English. That's possible. And if they didn't say something, would the plane have just kept going? Also, did they discover the, the wrong ticket? Airlines did are that so right. strict about that whole, like, when you're checking in there, always having the right ticket, they scan wrote, you in. Yeah, she wrote, she wrote, she wrote a great tweet about that. Something the beep bop. The beep boop machine. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the beep boop machine just goes beep boop. That's all it does, and nobody pays attention but to I've it. But I've seen the beep boop machine turn away people who are about to get on the wrong flight. Really? Yeah. So there's, also, there's gotta be something I else going say, on so there. So you said is that maybe the person doesn't speak English. 
uh, All Nippon Airway is a Japanese-based airline, and I've I've been on an okay. ANA flight before, and they normally do both Japanese and English announcements. Okay, so maybe they didn't speak Japanese or English. But that is unfortunate. Four hours in, it's like you've been flying for a bit, you've watched the movie, you've probably eaten. That's but, I mean, exactly the time that people like are going to be asleep. Somebody had a medical emergency. No. It wasn't like that. I think that's it was just she, somebody made a mistake and got on the plane, so they took that's what she everyone said. back. It's like they went up, had dinner, watched Gran Torino, and they came back <laughs> home. Gran Torino. Good <laughs> choice, though. That's but it's like, imagine nice being woken up if you fell asleep, especially in business or something. You're probably going to be straight asleep on that flight. And then realizing that you're going straight back. <laughs> How or waking annoying. up when you land back in LA. It's like, oh, it's been eight hours. I guess we're here early. Oh, we're st we're back in LA. Fuck. There must have been a lot of miserable people on that flight. Yeah. Without naming names. Uh, we have someone who has worked at Rooster Teeth who had a panic attack on a flight and made the flight turn around on the runway, on the tarmac, oh. and come back to the gate. Didn't take off yet. At least it wasn't, hadn't taken off. Right, and that was a mortifying experience for yeah. that person because they were in the back galley and the crew put their jacket, I think, over their head and said <laughs> just to walk out and don't look at anybody. Oh my That's God. it, because everyone was furious. And that was probably like maybe a 30 minute right. delay. Uh, but this wasn't even a medical like anxiety thing. This was just somebody who was like, oh, I got on the wrong plane, sorry so, everybody. I mean, so they're saying. Who yeah, so, so that's what I'm saying. So they're saying, right? Yeah. The cost involved in rebooking everyone's travel, I assume putting them up that night yeah. back in LA. Wasted fuel for eight hours in, a, in the air. And all the insurance claims on like missed hotel rooms and stuff must have been phenomenal compared to the, the cost of sending one person back. It really, there's yeah, like, why didn't they something just else. Keep going to Tokyo land and then I just send that don't person believe, back. If that is procedure, that's an insane procedure. Well, I think they just, they, they probably, I don't, I don't know, I'm total, total conjecture here. If they have that procedure in place, it's probably written for security reasons. And they don't have the ability to go, oh, well, in this case, this person's just a goofy idiot. So they should have just dropped them. ANA released uh, a statement. During the flight, the cabin crew became aware that one of the passengers boarded the incorrect flight and notified the pilot. As part of the airline security procedure, the pilot in command decided to return to the originating airport where the passenger was disembarked. And apparently, since they all disembarked at the same time, no one could identify who it I was. I assume that's why they disembarked everyone. That way, <laughs> that, pro that person probably would have gotten jumped. If they knew <laughs> He's who probably it was. walking off the plane with everyone else, like, I know, right? Wow, crazy! <laughs> what a fucking idiot! <laughs> I will say that in aviation, anything that is an unforeseen circumstance is avoided. They did. It's just like anything that's an unknown, they don't take any chances with it in aviation. They don't. Right. You know, when, when we that's, to, that's why uh, it's so safe. Yeah, that's why it's so safe. So chances are that person only noticed that they're on the wrong plane because they weren't supposed to be going to Tokyo. Or Because if you were going to Tokyo, surely you'd be like, nah, I'm still going there. Yeah. <laughs> why would you? What if you're on a different flight to Tokyo? Do you, do you think that would have been the best thing ever. <laughs> it's like, well, my flight to Tokyo was supposed to get in like two hours later and I'm going to have to wait for my ride. So, so can we, we go back? Run back. I would like to think that that person realized right away that they were on the wrong flight, but it took them four hours to, to build up, up the, the courage, courage they had to, to get say drunk something. enough to say. <laughs> uh, can we go back? Uh, I would man. that stuff is fascinating. I'd, I I really want to know all the details of that. It is wanna... like the ultimate example of someone who, in traffic, misses their turn and tries to make everyone else stop so they can make their turn. Do you guys run into this? Yeah, happens all to me every time. time I get in the car in Austin. All the time. Every single time. Two things in Austin I hate. A, nobody misses a turn anymore. That is, that's gone. Just miss it. Figure it out. Just go around the block. Right. That's yeah. it. You'll figure it out. You missed your turn. It's, that's an expression. You missed your turn. That's it. You, or you missed your exit. Just figure it out down the road. That's it. Yeah, literally loop around. Keep shit moving. 
The other thing is, people in Austin, if you're headed towards a green light and you're some, you're behind someone, say like one lane road going one direction, and there's a green light up ahead of you, and you're following someone to the green light, my inclination is the light is green. Let's make sure we make it. Everyone else in Austin apparently drives like. That light's green. I'm going to start to break in case it turns red. I don't understand right. <laughs> why people want to miss green lights. They just, they just like, they start to slow down well in advance. I haven't noticed that as much as people just not using their fucking indicator ever in this city. I think that I just grew up driving in Texas. No one does that. I don't Texas, get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. That and also people don't understand how to turn on your headlights when it's raining outside here. Oh, right. Yeah. Please turn on your headlights if it's raining. If you have to use your windshield wipers, turn on your headlights. Yeah. People will use their indicators to turn, I think, but they will not use their indicators to change lanes. Oh, I don't see it ever for anything. It is frustrating when you're waiting to pull out of somewhere and then, like someone's <clears throat> driving towards you. And you want to pull out, and then they take a right turn right into yeah. your driveway. Oh, like, I, hate it. I literally every time I go like this. <laughs> it's, it's because of where we work. There's we all have to make left turns into like heavy traffic. Yeah. So there's always somebody who just like pulls all the way to the driveway, slows down, and takes a right. It's like if you just and signal. Or they're going to slow down. And you're like, are they slowing down? Yeah. Should I go? No, I'm going to go, and then they're not going to slow down. And yep. they slow down. You're like, fuck, assholes. You know you why? Know? You know why right? changing <laughs> using your turn indicator is a bad idea in Austin? Because when you use your turn indicator to indicate indicate you're changing lanes. People then speed up to block you, and it's just you learn not to do that. You just learn there's a space, and I'm going. Oh, into that I'm an space. aggressive driver, so I get in there. You just right, you just indicator, and in you go. Yeah, you yeah. get stuck in. I'm pretty, I'm pretty speedy. You probably also don't break going into green lights. <clears throat> no, yeah. I drive. Pretty How dare you? That's so dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> you you could go through an intersection safely. <laughs> well, it's like if the light is green, like I'm talking to someone that's like I know, I know. 100 <laughs> yards off. There's a green light, and someone will start breaking like 70 yards out. It's like you're clearly. Think you're not going to make this light, so yeah. you're starting to slow down now. But it's like there's no—that's what a yellow light is for. A yellow light is to tell you it's about to turn red. I want my tagging system to come into play at some point in the future. Your what system? Where you can just tag another car that they did something shit, mm. and if they get tagged so many times in a day, their engine turns. It's off. Like a social network. Yeah, everyone's just, license plate should be their phone. Like you could that's rate it. someone's driving. <laughs> someone, uh, Patrick sent me a story the other day. Uh, I guess there's this town in New Jersey that wants to ban non-residents from driving in the town. They've they've figured out that we do that with parking like in Austin. Google Maps and Waze diverts traffic into their town, and their town just isn't equipped to handle it. So they're trying to pass this law where during peak rush hour times, you have to be you have to have a special sticker that shows you live in that town Holy to be able to drive in the town. <laughs> that's so that's insane. The amount of money that's going to cost to but keep up. If it's public streets, they can't deny people from driving yeah. on it. Yeah, like you said, you talked about Austin and parking. Right, parking is a different thing than driving. Uh, it's Leonia, New Jersey. That's crazy. Yeah, they really wanted to take a trip there. They, wa <laughs> they want to ban it. Where was it? They're between gonna... 6 a.m. and 10 a.m. And then between 4 p.m. and 9 p.m. What they're doing wow. is inviting a lot of people to go to this place no one's ever heard of now. Yeah. Well, you, you, you have to get like a, a local person. You have to make a friend who lives there yeah, to drive you around. On public streets, they have this thing where you need a residential pass to park on public streets. And I don't even like that. So you have to have an address so then in Austin? Just gonna be constantly looking for people with these stickers. It's my neighborhood. Without the stickers. Without my neighborhood. They have my neighborhood. You haven't seen the residential parking pass? Why would I have seen that? I've seen it around several <laughs> all over Austin. That's many places. Why would you pay attention to any street sign ever? Why would you ever do that, Ken? Yeah, you're asking Gavin about street signs. Do you pay <laughs> Do I pay attention to street signs? Yes, Gavin. No. I do. All the time. Do you pay attention to plane signs when you're on the plane? When you park with let's say Meg drives you somewhere. Uh-huh. And you guys are going out to dinner. That's a thing that you do occasionally. Sure. Right? You go to dinner somewhere. Don't you sometimes have to figure out where you're going to park? 
So when that do part of that? when that part of it comes up, are you just like I'm of no help to anybody here? And what you just if I wander off car? on your phone while what? Meg figures out <laughs> whether or not she can park in a space. She's she's very capable of figuring out her own parking. What do you think she needs me to help park? You don't even participate though. Is what I'm saying. You know. Does the pilot need help when you're on a plane? Does he need help? Yeah, he does. There's the two end? of them. There's a co-pilot. Yeah. The other person sitting in the front. Does he rely, they help? Does he rely on the passengers to? That's not what you're saying. No one in the back seat's helping. <laughs> the two people in the front seat. Is she your chauffeur? Why does she I... drive you around and you sit in the back seat pretending not to listen to her while you read the Financial <laughs> Times? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you don't use the vehicle, you don't go look at the signs for it. But when you're parking and you're trying to figure stuff out, like when you're <laughs> what's to figure out. Oh my god. Okay. I understand okay. where you're coming from, and I also understand where you're coming from. Really? It's not like a joint effort when you're out with somebody. Oh, it is. Would you not be annoyed if, if you're driving with someone you're dating and they just flat out refuse to Listen, be any help at all? I understand it's a joint effort, and I agree with you both, but I think the fact that you guys are uh, forgetting about is it's fucking Gavin. She's so. very capable. <laughs> you know when you see a, when we're trying to make it not Gavin. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. You know when you see a helipad, but you don't know when you can park in it? Or do you not care because you don't have a helicopter? Well, if I'm in a helicopter, I'll probably figure that out after the, my 80th trip in the fucking helicopter. If you're in a probably. helicopter, I bet you're looking like, oh, I hope we can land there. Yeah. I hope that is a, a proper hey, place for a helicopter <laughs> land. This doesn't seem like a helicopter landing. I think we're going to crash. Gus, did you know the airplanes, when they show up at airports, they park at gates? They don't just throw people out of the side of the plane, onto the tarmac? When you're in the you back of a, When you're in the back of a plane, do you ever look and think, oh, I hope we're landing at an airport? Yeah. Is this a place a plane can land? Hmm. I hope there's a, not a no plane sign here. Sure. And I wonder if this one of those airports where they just back the planes in as opposed to pulling yeah. in forwards. Where, Maybe that happens sometimes too. Do you, I don't know, because I'm not a fucking <laughs> commercial pilot. So I never fucking paid attention. Where do you park your jet ski? <laughs> if I ride a jet ski, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to tell if you I that. If I drive a car, I'll be able to ride. tell you where to park. If I, I'm saying if I ride on a jet ski, if I'm riding behind someone, I'll figure out where to park jet skis. Or will the person driving it who owns the jet ski figure it out because they probably parked it 700 times. You've been a passenger in a car 8 billion times <laughs> and you've never you've never looked at where to park a car or figured it out. You're What's just a babe lost out? in the woods doing your own thing. <laughs> Nobody else's experience like, matters in any way it, whatsoever. You're making it sound like if I wasn't in the car, Meg would just be like, that's not what he's making it sound like. Not at it's all. It's a joint no. effort. It's helping. It's not a joint effort. It's like, because it, she's it's looking for parking. courtesy. looking around being like, oh, I mean, there's a you spot. Live with oh, Meg. I Navigate. You live with I'll Meg. Get the navigation out. Sure. You live with Meg. Yep. So let's just say I don't know what your situation is like. Let's just say it's your job to pay the electricity <clears throat> bill every month. That's uh -huh. your job. She doesn't do it at all. And one day she turns on all the lights, and you're like, "Well, that runs up the electricity bill." And she goes, <laughs> "You know what I mean? That's gonna affect you, right? You're gonna be like, hey, you're in this with me. Turn off the fucking lights.' She's like, "I don't pay the bill. That's not my responsibility." Flip, 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 flip. flip. She has paid an electricity bill in her life. Hey, Gavin. Yep. Uh, when we go for Bev's, I'll let you find parking for Please us. Please film that. I'm just gonna drive, and you're gonna find parking. Please film oh, that. Oh, God. It's like, you don't even know that that's a thing. What's that, the thing? That, like, there's restrictions on where you can park and when. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, of course, Gus. What a reminder, everyone, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make your next move with Squarespace. Squarespace offers beautiful, award-winning designer templates. You can create a beautiful website or online store with an award-winning template. It's an all-in-one platform. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. They made it easy to set up or transfer your domain on Squarespace. Instead of working with multiple vendors to maintain your online presence, you're able to manage all of your domain and building settings with Squarespace and take advantage of their easy-to-use <coughs> DNS interface. It's never been easier to sell products or services online. Squarespace allows you to manage your products, orders, and inventory <coughs> easily. 
Squarespace can also provide you with a comprehensive set of marketing tools to engage with your audience, get found across search and social, and grow your following. Start your free trial today at squarespace.com. Go to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth to get 10% off your first purchase. That's squarespace.com slash roosterteeth for 10% off your first purchase. And now that you've heard how easy it is to make a website with Squarespace, we want to see any websites you've made using them. It could be for yourself, your art portfolio, your business. Uh, you could put parking signs on it to show Gavin where to park. Um, so be sure to tweet at us with the RT Squarespace hashtag. We'll share our favorite websites on an upcoming podcast. That's hashtag RT Squarespace with whatever you have made using Squarespace. I've been thinking about uh, building out Bernie.com into something. Like right now, it's just I use it for email and you that's it. You still have it? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's not Bernie sucks cock. <laughs> no, it's, it's uh, been a long time since let me, that happened. I should check. My my computer is currently updating. It's been updating for like ten minutes now. Does the champagne not help it update? It did warn me that the <laughs> update would take a little while. No, after I spilled champagne on it, I couldn't. The mouse didn't Windows, work anymore, so I went to reboot, and now it's updating. Windows sucks for updates. You're fucking wrong. Because it now, because it used to be like, oh, I'll do it later. I'm busy. I need to do it later. I need a quick restart. Now, sometimes when I go to restart my PC, it says. Uh, update and restart or update and shut down. There's no option to not update and just restart. And, and also when pisses when, me off when I'm in a hurry. When you, and then when computer. you get those, it takes a long time, right? It takes when, forever. It, it takes you, it's half, half an hour of your life there and I'm going to be, I almost died, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I suffered through there it. Are, there are some problems that I know on my PC can be fixed by a reboot in my, in the office in Achievement Hunter. And sometimes we're about to go on a Let's Play and I need to quickly restart my computer and it will spend 40 minutes updating. <laughs> And that will destroy a video if, we, if we're trying to make one. That does suck. And that pisses me off. <laughs> What's the problem that will be solved by rebooting? Uh, the Elgato doesn't show up. That's a bitch. Oh, that poor Which chat. I need for my job to record the Let's Play video. You videos. do. You yeah. definitely do. Um, so you, should, uh, you should do a thing where somebody goes through and just updates your computers every morning. Like Andy Blanchard comes in every morning. He goes through all your computers. Can, I got mocked. And just restarts all your computers. I got mocked for suggesting that we have someone in the other room who just does I, like a tech. You can schedule it in the computer. You can schedule it for like every night at like... 4 a.m. In theory, that's awesome. Yeah, and then tell it to like turn on, but and then shut down. That way, if it has to do anything, it's done it. Why don't you get the the cleaning crew to do it for you guys? They're here early. We well, just like, need someone to update all the Xboxes and PCs. I, I get it because what'll happen is uh, if the boys are with their mom for a couple days in a row, like three or four days in a row, and they're coming over, I will turn on the Xbox and turn on their computers so that all their stuff updates. So they're not like yeah. sitting there watching yeah. an update. Yeah, you know? at home sometimes. It's if, off when they're not there. If I haven't played on my gaming PC for a couple of days, I'll be sitting there. I'll be like, I need to turn on that PC. Yeah. Just in case, like, I don't want to jump in, start playing Battlegrounds. Or like, why is my bandwidth shitty? Oh, it's downloading updates. Mm. Like I was like, I just want to make sure it's it's at least on, so it downloads that shit, and then I can just jump on and play a game. Yeah. So I just have to turn on my computer every now and then. It's bullshit. You I'm like with a... you. I'm with you. So. um... I, I started following Chrissy Teigen after this most recent. Okay, so she's really, go back she's really glad you brought this up because uh, she's had some Thank great you. tweets this year. I thought specifically, she's had some great video game related tweets. She tweets a lot about the Switch. She tweets a lot about the Switch. Like, uh, what was it? She had a tweet about uh, Super Mario Odyssey. It was. I thought it was great. Some played it. When I was young playing Mario, I would have never imagined that one day Bowser would be stressed about his wedding. But here we are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's fucking great. She had some great ones about Animal Crossing, also. I mean, her tweets alone about this whole plane fiasco were hilarious. Mm -hmm. She was sympathetic to the person too. She said, "I realize this person has to be mortified." Yeah. yeah. Like, come and, on, what the fuck's going on here? And yeah. she didn't seem super upset about it. She was more like, a, "This is what's happening." It was this like, is "This is crazy. my life now." Yeah. Yeah. Kind yeah. of dealing with it. No, in terms of like clever. calamities that can happen in your life. 
not that bad. Mm-hmm. You know, is spending- she, I don't know anything about her. Is she married to John, John Legend? Legend? Yeah. I okay. know nothing about this person. Honestly, I see her mentioned constantly on social media, and I see her tweets referenced in lists. What does she do? Who is she? I think she was a model. She, she is a model or was a model? I think, I think was. Was, yeah. Probably still is for uh, like a lot of different brands. Let's maybe? see, Chrissy Teigen. Is it Chrissy or Christy? I think her name's Christine, but she goes by Chrissy. Okay. Okay, see? And sometimes people are just, they get famous for being um, married or attached to a bigger celebrity. Yeah, but she's married to a guy. Chrissy Teigen is an American Legend. model. Yeah, what does he do? She made her debut in the annual Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue in 2010 uh, and appeared on the cover in 2014. Uh, she co-hosts Lip Sync Battles with El Cool J on Spike TV and joined the Lifestyle panel right. talk show Fab Life. She's very. Uh, by the way, I'm not taking shots here. I'm just literally, I think it's interesting now that someone can be very, very famous and I just wouldn't know what they're famous for. But I read their tweets all the time because people retweet them. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't tend to follow people like that. I don't think I follow, we, we were talking about this, or I think I saw you post about it, Gavin. You follow famous people on Twitter, but you f- only follow people you know on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, I follow famous people on Instagram. I just don't look at their stories. Look at their stories. I, stories to me, uh, I want to see my friends doing stuff. I can't help but, but look at like, their stories, though. I just that it's not very interesting. Because to me. once you start playing one, it just like rolls into the other ones. Yeah, but you just swipe past it. Oh. And then after a while, it just populates the first few people as the people you always check. So then, then I people at the back. I really wish Instagram would update it so <clears> like the people you follow. You could see them at the top of your like story if they've watched. If they story. watch it, yeah, yeah. I don't know why it doesn't have that feature. You know, they just Snapchat does added a thing where uh, who was it that I just followed on there? It was uh, on Instagram. It was Maddie, our intern mm. from Melbourne, right? She's uh, from Australia. I don't know. Yeah, she's from somewhere. So I think it's Melbourne. Okay. Um, but when I went to follow her, like other people were liking her photos. I said, "Oh, Maddie's on here. I'll just follow her." When I went to follow her, the follow button instead said "follow back." So now, yeah, that's an update, I think. Yeah, it's, is that recent? On Instagram? Yeah, yeah it, tell, it told me that she was following me, and I was... That's a recent thing. I'm not yeah. bragging or anything. She was following you? Sorry. Was, yeah. What a creep. What a creep. <laughs> yeah. We're co-workers. What are you looking at Instagram for? <laughs> Somebody, I, I, the, the thing that I do that with... Sticky keys. Thanks, buddy. It's exactly what that was. I'm trying to keep my PC alive. So I know that beat. It's, it's still updating, by the way. So <laughs> my defense of the Windows updating system cannot be in a, overstated. In Sky Factory, you have to shag trees to make them grow, so you hit shift a lot. And we all... Uh, in what? Sky Factory. Minecraft. You make trees fuck? No, no. You shag the tree. D- is and that, does, you what does that do? Tree? That makes it grow. What do you... You plant a tree, and then you go, like... Next to it, you just hammer... <laughs> it's like I'm in an earthquake. <laughs> It's a powerful thrust. But yeah, everyone refuses to turn off sticky keys, so they're shagging trees. It's like, bloop! Are you enjoying Minecraft again because of Sky Factory? Oh, totally. I it's should, amazing. It's I incredible. I kids play it. We I, have a realm. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's the online service that's native to... Oh. Uh, and apparently Minecraft, Minecraft now on Xbox One is like split into two versions. There's like a newer version that's... The crafting's all different. I haven't gone in there. But there's now when you blow it well, up, it's like... like Sky Factory. Sky Factory just, Sky Factory like is just a, a bunch of mods. Is, it's it, a mod. It's a mod. With you, mods. So it's only available on PC? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So you guys play that on PC? Yeah. It's so good. I'm just... Jeff and his chickens are all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how do you, how do you even Jeff? know about Jeff's, Jeff's chickens? I, totally osmosis, because I hate to break this to you. I don't watch a lot of Minecraft Let's Plays. Are you shitting me? Sorry. You're the only reason I make them. Sorry. I'm sorry. I watch every single one. Sorry, I'll, make, to... I'll make a Do you joke really? and I'll be... 
Dude, <laughs> I hate to get found out like this, but it seems like I pick up so much stuff for osmosis in the community. And one thing I picked up is Jeff and the chickens. And I made him I, show me his chickens. I went into I, the office I like, and made like me show me all his chickens. I, I picked it up because I was I was in there once when they were filming, and I saw a farmer Jeff meltdown. Oh yeah, did somebody kill the chicken? Uh, I think he couldn't find his chickens. Yeah, sometimes a creeper will walk in there. I just love the people who make the like best of achievement hunter like the highlight videos because I could feel like I catch up on all the content and all the funny jokes yeah. without having to watch all your guys' stuff. Look it's at all lot. these chickens! <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys to get on a soundboard? <laughs> that girl is like the cutest thing in the world. I and want Jeff like, to say that now. What were they? Were they ducks? Yeah, they're geese. Look at all Never seen this mine? It's, it's, a, it's a field of geese. You used to work in Minnesota, <laughs> yeah. and you would always complain about how aggressive and overpopulated geese. Yeah. geese were, and they would just sit there honk, 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 honk. They chase you. They chase me. Yeah. And there's a whole field of them <laughs> sitting there, and they're all just honk, 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 honk. And then the camera, some guy recording, he pans over to his daughter, and she's three, and she goes, Look at all these. Chickens! <laughs> like, I can't even do it as cute as she does it. And it's just like, it's just oh, like really one of the funniest vines it. ever. The other day I saw, for the first time in a long time, I saw, go, blah. <laughs> that reminds me of my favorite video of all time from the internet is the grape stomping lady. Oh, I talk okay. about this every year on the podcast. The oh, 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 I can't breathe. <laughs> How was she cheating? She like tried to stomp some more grapes after the uh, time right. had been called, yeah. and then that's when she she tripped. Yeah, Gus, we've talked about this before. Gus thinks it's total justice. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna play this. Are they? Do you guys have it? No. So this will be this will be like loud in the yeah. uh, in the mic. Sorry. With the... Well, this is the 31 second version of this. So, so it's not a vine. Okay. Oh no! Wait, it's a setup. It's showing the girl, but it's not her. It's a long vine. It's not. I, I must have gotten the actual video, YouTube video. Wait for it. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> wait for I it. Wait for it. I hate wait for it. Look at all those chickens. 100% worth the wait. Totally worth it. There needs to be something in an iPhone that tracks when the person using it is not looking at it and they are ready to show someone else a GIF. Oh. Because that's an art form. Yeah, showing someone to give us a loops. Yeah, because I'll be in yeah. bed. Meg will be like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" And I'll be like, "What?" She'll be like, "Hold on, wait, wait for it to," and then and then no, I'll miss it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it needs to be like she needs to look away and it needs to reset, and then it needs to know that someone else is looking at it and play. Okay. That there's you, technology, or just a button, like a refresh would work. That would work. Refresh would work. But I get why I you don't do like it. I feel like there's That's situations where refresh is more annoying than waiting for Well, it. because then you're also going to show it to someone, and they're going to you want them to have a better experience than you had. When you're watching a video as it loads, or a GIF, I should say, as it loads, sometimes you kind of see it in little bits and pieces, and they have to watch the full. Yeah. At least now in iOS 11, sometimes if it's like an MP4, it'll interpret it like a quick time, and you can hit like play and pause and rewind. Yeah. yeah. But and sometimes not, you can just like, hold down on it and pause it, but you still but have I've to done wait that for it much. To go. That moment of like, uh, 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 watch it. There's a risk. In refreshing it because sometimes it'll take forever to load and then it's like forget it. And then it's already ruined by the time you reloads. Yeah. The have moment. You have you seen the disaster artist yet? Uh no. Ashley saw it. She went to uh I think she went out with Eric. They went to the Something premiere for it. They went mm. to She likes LA watching for. movies without you. I she I'm listen, it's ever since Eric at the No is like they get all these now awesome press passes to go to premieres for movies and stuff. And well, he, al outs. he always had that. He always had it, but now that, now that, now that he works at the No, the No gets it as well. Isn't that so. why we went to Hobbit? Because of Eric. Yeah. 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 
uh, Eric is the reason why Elijah Wood is in Red versus Blue. Yeah. I mean, it's if I had to credit somebody for it, it'd be Eric. He's Eric actually been very Aaron, right? Eric and Aaron. Yeah, now, Aaron doesn't work here, but if I had to yeah. credit somebody who's been very influential over Rooster Teeth without ever having worked here until recently, it'd be Eric Vespi. Yeah, he's done a lot of really cool stuff for You're us. You're eventually getting everyone you know to work for this company. <laughs> Eric, dude, Eric Vespi was an easy one. Once he became available, it was like we would love to work with you. Yeah, for sure. Great. So super nice guy. Yeah, and his uh, uh, like the Blaine is super happy because he got to go interview Ryan Johnson. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool. The weekend before it was we were gonna hire a crew out in LA and I said if we don't send Blaine to this he's gonna fucking lose his shit which would be funny but I still felt guilty about that screening that we held for. I rewatched you that you should have sent him and then you guys did last year it's terrible had like just some it's random terrible. guy named Ryan Johnson show up to oh. be interviewed he so I love Blaine so much too because even after what we did to him last year he didn't anticipate anything like he was just he went to this interview and yeah. he was totally happy to be there. And then all of a sudden, like 10, ten minutes before, he goes, wait a minute. He texted me. He goes, is this a joke? Is this a prank? And I was like, no, dude. Not a <laughs> I promise you it's not. Also, I think Blaine would still be down to do it because he knows it'll be good content, even if it was That's a prank. True. And if there's a 4% chance that he'll actually meet Ryan Johnson, he'd definitely He go. would do it, yeah. Yeah. Blaine's a good bloke. He's in Australia right now, according to his Instagram story. He, he always doubts his performances on the podcast. I think he's great on the he's podcast. He's hilarious. He does everything. Yeah. It shows a humility. There are some things that we do, though, where as soon as we're done, I'm like, okay, that wasn't good. But then it turns out fine, and it was good. Um, and I think probably the one I think about the most like that, where I'm like, eh, that could have been way better. You Typically on the spots like that, you like walk away from on the spot. You're like, that was, was that at all funny? But you get so many great compliments about being on the spot the week yeah. after you're on it. The, we, we did an episode recently of On the Spot um, after taking eight weeks of improv. And it was like the first time where we finished the show, and I was like, "That was really good. I felt good about that." Talk, talk about that. Improv the, the classes. Yeah. Um, talk more about it. Okay. Don't, you don't have to yell at me. Um, we did uh, eight weeks of improv, <laughs> uh, twelve of us at the company. What? What's going on? I don't on? know what's going on. Uh, it's just you were very aggressive and like talk talk about that. Yeah, because I don't think many people know about. It. No, yeah. like not. We don't talk about it publicly a lot. We tweeted about it after it was over, but it was twelve of us at the company. Um, various peoples from different departments. We took eight weeks of improv with a teacher here who does improv at Cold Town, which is like one of the big improv places mm-hmm. in Austin. And I, before going into it, I thought I was going to fucking hate it because improv makes me very anxious. Doing on the spot makes me very anxious. And uh, I, I really thought that we were all going to hate it and it was going to be embarrassing and um, awkward. But it ended up being like the most fun thing I've done in a long time. Yeah, so you were not here when we did this previously. I was not. Okay, gotcha. yeah, we did it at the Ralph Oblanado studio, but there she weren't, worked there. Yeah, there weren't very many of us. I think there were only like eight or ten of us who did that. Yeah, it was and that like was like most of the company back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I think the thing that made it work was that it was people f- like who don't often interact with each other. Mm-hmm. So everyone was kind of like learning about each other. Meryl did it too. You're improving your interaction. I'm a little disappointed that John Reisinger did not take the class. He should have. He should have. He yeah. could have definitely benefited. We learned a lot from... He runs an improv show. Yeah. <laughs> he literally is the only person who runs an improv show at this company. Mm-hmm. Although, I guess technically, MDB is one half improv. Because we sit down, there's structure, it's a game. It's almost like... I tried to describe uh, MDB, Million Dollars Butt, as basically one game that you would play... On, on the spot, but we built a whole show around that one game. So I was hoping we could like come up with some ideas for other shows that are basically yeah. just a game, but one that's big enough to make How a whole show. How is MDB run. improv? When we sit down, you say, at a round table. like, you give me a prompt, yeah. I'll give you a million dollars, but a snail follows you for the rest of your life. 
then then you come up with yeah the, right. The, you're building what, the what scenarios happened. of sure. us adding to that, and, and you're like, yeah taking what other people are saying and building on that. Which it's almost the ultimate like yes and right. It is, and I yeah. think honestly, it's it's not just on the spot that I feel like I've been benefit from the improv. It's everything. It's podcasts. It's hosting a show. It's doing live action. Like you learn to just be more comfortable in conversation. I think the the biggest thing that I took away when we did improv classes all those years ago was, don't worry about what you don't know. Yeah. Just lean into what you do know, and uh, and go with that. Yeah. Which I thought was the big things before that. I would always worry like, oh, what about this or what about that? Like I'd let my own brain go on all these different directions. It also helps you, like, especially in Let's Plays or things that have a lot of people in them, it, it helps you balance conversation between the amount of people that you have there and also not to sh shut down people's jokes right. or people's ideas, which yeah. I think a lot of people do unintentionally, and you don't realize you're doing that until you take an improv class. Very eye-opening. I loved it. I want to do it more. After we did the, I think we did six weeks of improv at Something like that. Ralph Oblinator all those years ago, it was part because we were doing my rationale at the time was let's help hold these classes for people because we're doing more live action acting. Yeah. And, and Ralph Albanado is really kind of where we uh, really, you know, hit our stride doing that. We'd done some stuff at Congress. But uh, uh, anyway, after we did the first uh, round of classes for improv and it was six weeks, it was like everybody seemed to have, like it and it was great. And I said, all right, the next thing we're going to do is we're all going to take a stand up comedy course. And then at the end of it, we're all going to do five minutes of stand up at an open mic. There were literally people in the company who said, if you make me do this, I will quit. I will, I will quit <laughs> to me, today. Stand-up is different. It is. I, I don't think yeah. I could. I couldn't do stand-up. I stand don't think up. I could do stand-up. You okay. did some stand-up. What? You were doing jokes at the meeting the other day. <laughs> the company all yeah, had? Yeah. What do you call that stand-up? Yeah, you threw in some jokes. I liked it. It's Thank also like you. a friendly audience, though. It's like people who know you and work with you as well, opposed yeah. to like there some a solid, room full of potentially uh, drunk Jewish strangers. Jokes in there? I made some Jewish jokes. I yeah. made some uh, jokes about how I'm terribly inappropriate. And like, I was trying because there's a lot of p new people who work at the company now. So I was trying to introduce myself and talk about what I do at the company in addition to being on camera and doing community management and all that stuff. So I think I said something like, uh, you may know me as the voice of Yang or uh, if you watch the podcast, are always open. The girl who has the really embarrassing queefing story. And it's like an official, official meeting, <laughs> all like hands company. end of year all hands with, with like, like graphs and shit on the screen. <laughs> Get up there and talk about my queefing. You didn't it's know the, the, the CEO of uh, full screen was in the back. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it was quite important. It was like, oh yeah, this is where we work. Yeah, and then there, there was that graph that showed how many grounding. Topo Chicos we drank, and also the level of Topo Chicos. Twenty thousand. It's a lot. And also my percent of puns that I've increased. I've this never year. had a Topo Chico. I need to roll with stuff a little bit better because I saw that slide. And they showed it and they were laughing. Like, oh, look, we're going to have this slide in the all-hands meeting about all the Topo Chicos that we drank over the course of a year. And I, was, and I saw the slide and I go, really? That seems pretty wasteful with all those bottles. Can we just do a different water service? And there was like, Bernie's <laughs> fucking joke. In my we head, immediately, I was like dividing like number of employees, yeah. Topo Chicos, how many per person. Yeah. <laughs> I was like trying to figure out days in a year? how many per, people, per person per was week. Was that a fake stat? No, it was a real stat. Oh. I, I do have that awful quality that I think boyfriends are stereotypically have where I try to solve problems. And I instantly go into problem-solving mode, and but they, I, I have tried to learn over the years not to do that, but I, I, hate that. I instantly fall into problem-solving yeah, mode. Yeah, where it's like, you want to fix the problem, but right. the other person is just after some sympathy. Right, or they just want to vent. They just want to vent. Yeah. They just want to talk. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's a real sticking point for me. I can't not try to solve a problem. If I hear someone having a problem, it's like, okay, let's figure out how we're going to fix this. Here's, right. here's what you do. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. What a bitch. Man, <laughs> that guy's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, th yeah, that... Man, Terrible. it sucks that there's no parking. 
<laughs> you probably do that anyway. <laughs> I will say that we have an employee here uh, that he hasn't been on the podcast yet, but it's uh, David Eddings, the head of our publishing mm. at the Rooster Teeth Games. And previously, uh, he's worked at many places, and I think the thing that he has gained the most notoriety for is that he's the voice of Claptrap, and he now works at Rooster Teeth. Mm-hmm. And he, but I love, he got up at a meeting and he gave the best intro for himself ever, which he said, hey, my name is David Eddings, you might know me from this, you might know me from that, uh, the rest of you know me from swiping left. And I just thought it was such a funny fucking joke. <laughs> and uh, I left. I was like in the middle of a meeting when he does this. And I'm like listening. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I go. It's <laughs> 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 like this like guttural snort laugh. at <laughs> a joke. That's a, that's a good one, though. Yeah. It's really good. Holy um, fuck. We should have him on sometime. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Let me read this other thing here. <laughs> we want to remind everyone. Although he claims my car is based on Claptrap. <laughs> The cell shaded yellow car? No, it's not the right color. No. 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 I want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Tripping. Did you know that the average family visits five totally different websites before booking a vacation rental? You can spend less time planning your next trip and more time relaxing with Tripping.com, the world's number one site for vacation rentals. Tripping is trusted by millions of travelers and featured by the New York Times, Travel and Leisure, Forbes, and more. Whether you're looking for a cabin or a beachfront home to get away this winter or already looking ahead to vacations this spring, Tripping can help you find the perfect place to stay. Vacation rentals offer flexibility, perks, amenities that hotels don't like multiple bedrooms, backyards, hot tubs, free Wi-Fi, and even fully stocked kitchens so you can plan and cook your own meals. With Tripping, one search lets you filter, compare, and sort over 10 million available properties on trusted sites like Verbo, TripAdvisor, Booking.com, and more. Oh, don't wonder if you're getting, I'm all all over the place. Don't wonder if you're getting the best deal. You'll save an average of 10% per night by booking your vacation with Tripping.com. So don't forget, if you want to save time and money while booking the perfect vacation rental for your next trip, head to Tripping.com slash Rooster Teeth today. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G dot com slash Rooster Teeth. Tripping.com slash Rooster Teeth. You can look at a bunch of different websites all at once and get the best price. Thanks, Tripping. It's a new sponsor. How are you tripping? What do you think is the most universal tradition? Black holes. <laughs> Go on. They've been around for a long time. Go on. I mean, really, they're everywhere in the universe. Universe. Uh, right. a tradition. Is it a tradition? It is, because they've existed since the dawn of time. Or very shortly thereafter. Do you Wasn't think like- a bunch of other shit before black holes? Like, stuff had to become dense to become a black hole. Uh, like, surely a star must have exploded. Well, the Big Bang was before that. But then there were some probably yeah. some stars that like had very low potential I think and were like eh, shit was crazy back then. So you might have had black holes right away. Shit was pretty crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. the year like minus four billion. It was a crazy year. Like 2016, a lot of celebrities died. But four billion years ago, how old is the universe? Is it like five billion? Five billion. Well, our sun is five billion years old. Shit was crazy. Our back sun's then. five billion. How, how old is your daughter? Is the what? <laughs> uh, according to research, the universe is approximately 13.8 billion years old. So our sun was formed pretty late. In that whole shebang. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> that whole dealio. <laughs> On a universal scale, we're pretty recent. Yeah, there's 10 billion years of existed before our sun. <laughs> okay, what was your question? What's the most common tradition? Are the new tradition? stars being formed now? Sure. Like Johnny Come Lately stars? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where? Space. LA. Oh, I was just <laughs> I was just thinking about stuff that humans continue to do, and I was like, where did this originate? Like, wedding rings. Everyone knows that a ring on that finger is like, you know, they're taken. But when did that start? And it's a specific what thing. What culture too. is that from? It's so universally it's, it's, known. It's different in different cultures, isn't it? 
Like in some countries or in some cultures, they wear it on the opposite hand on that finger. Well, shit. Like, so I don't think that's necessarily like worldwide. It's very common. Yeah. I'll give you that. But I think there are exceptions. Yeah, and sometimes you like you can't figure out how it started. Like is that just stuff it's just a loss of time. Yeah, like it was before history was yeah. accurate. Like Amazon.com just came is already Who there. Knows? Longest tradition. <laughs> Who knows where it came from? <laughs> I'm actually surprised how far back, how little you have to go back before you just you run out of information. Like, nobody wrote this down. <laughs> it's like, eh, you know, this guy might have died in this location. We don't know. You know, just whatever. This yeah. famous king. When the date of or, birth on Wikipedia is just a range of yeah. dates. It's like, or it's like even people have that co- that saying like it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. But sliced bread wasn't invented that long ago. Right? It's like sliced bread was invented in 1928. That's why it's, it's so like, great. It's like this thing you think that has been around forever. Also, there Will are you go to the World's Fair with me? The next World's Fair? Do they still have those? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't have them as frequently anymore. And I looked up the other day. Let's go. Uh, there was one this year we thought about going to for the vlog. But I would love to go to the World's Fair. World's Fair. It's like where everything gets introduced 50 years ago. It stopped though. Like the, it used to be the place where it's like, oh my god, they debuted the first is that the men horseless in black carriage thing? at the right. Yeah, I would love to see Gus at the Renaissance Fair. Nah, no, yeah, we had a good time. I think you would enjoy it actually. It's bugs. <laughs> That's it. That's your answer. It's bugs. like in the middle of nowhere. I don't want to get there's no right? bugs. There's no bugs. Bug. Bug. Not one. Just Not one. And I get bit by bugs. got bit by the make the something bug. That's why she's making stuff now. Oh. <laughs> and she got bit Shut. by a crafting bug? Yeah. I don't get yeah, bit by it. Yeah, hey, where It was a cross-stitch bug that dropped out of a tree and bit her now. That was, that was a good joke, but it was so lazily put across. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. It was got, like, got the idea. it's an anti-joke. I liked it. Bugs. I liked it, Gus. The, yeah. the Expo 2017 was in Kazakhstan? Yeah, Kazakhstan. Yeah, this <laughs> year. Gone to this that. year was in Kazakhstan. Oh my god. Wait, no, next I year really it's like New Orleans, the next one or something? Really it's next is 2019 in Beijing. Isn't that just no? Is there one in the U.S. Do that. soon? That, that I'm looking at. According, oh wait, that's uh. Is there Minneapolis? That's horticulture. There's a. The horticulture is in Beijing. Universal is in Dubai in 2020. Oh, that's dope. Why don't you just go to CES if you want new shit? Because the world's fair. It's like this is the kind of a defunct thing. I don't even know why they have it anymore. Like I was super fascinated to go to the last ever Ringling Brothers show, yeah. ever. Like that's been around yeah. for a hundred and where, where are you gonna go? Where, where are you gonna go to watch an elephant get abused from now on? Oh no, listen to me. Listen to me. Where can you give someone money so they can jab an elephant with a rusty hook? Like sea any world. any zoo. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the animal cruelty stuff, which I'm not gonna make any excuses for the Ringling Brothers Circus for that. But it wasn't that that brought him down. What brought him down was the fact that Cirque du Soleil caused this whole revolution in smaller circuses that people were way more interested in. Cirque du Soleil doesn't have a lot of animals, though, does it? Mm-hmm. No, Cirque du Soleil has none. It's just trampoline. Man, it's shit. People. people. Smells are, better. People are animals. People animals. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I'm saying it wasn't the animals that brought them down, Gavin. It was the better performance that people could go to, and they, you know, they yeah. enjoyed it more. I was just trying to. That's empty. You want another one? Yeah, there's, we got way more over here. I don't drink champagne. Why not? Ashley is the champagne drinker. I can't wait to drink kind of... all the champagne at your house, dude. For New Year's. no effort in passing that, Gavin. So we are. We Can are. Uh, no, you're like. <laughs> You're coming over for reach across my mic and your mic together. No, I I came, came over, over last for night for New Year's. I came over last night for New Year's. It all depends on who comes. The, the trifecta is if we get Ashley, Barbara, and Bethany in the same room. It's like a champagne Armageddon. It's, it's just, just us, like pouring like all over ourselves. Oh my gosh! It's just like it's just that we. Get, I, I threw away so many bottles of champagne. 
if, last year so you said, on New Year's, Eve, <laughs> New Year's Day. You said that you only invited people who you didn't want to come. I just, that's, that's not, not what, what he said, said at all. Not at all what I said. Not at all what he said. If I go, could I take my dog? Sure. I mean, people can people can bring their kids if they want to. I okay. said that. You made me feel bad for RSVPing, yes, because you're like, I'm going to invite people who I don't think are going to come. No. What I did, Gavin, that's I'm explaining this to you again. Not what he said. I'm explaining this to you again. So, I'm having a New Year's party. Had, last night, I had a New Year's party. <laughs> and one of the things I did was I invited all the people who get upset if you don't invite them to something, even if you know they can't go. And like there are blank. people who are out of town. Oh, okay. And other people. Becca's one of them. Becca's one of the. Becca always talks about how she's very upset that nobody invites her to stuff. I never see Becca as shit. Because nobody invites her, is just what she'll say. Oh. But I invited. But she says she wants the invite so she can turn it down. She wants the invite so she can turn it down. The, all of these people so far, 100%, none of them have even bothered to turn it down in RSVP No. And it says, I did this little service. Why did it pay like a buck fifty? I didn't. If you invited me, I didn't get it, by I the just, way. Didn't I invite you, you? Your name and stuff is on the list. I, I, did, I didn't get it. Maybe there's a typo. Just you might want a, a refund for your buck. That's all. <laughs> so the. Uh, but yeah, it does. It, it says like if opened. they've opened it. Yes. Ooh. I wasn't informed that you would know if I opened it. I feel. Yeah, you should. I feel wrong. But you responded instantly. So I cares? did. And I said, I'll be there. So, so people use that in email. There's like tracking bits you can use in email. You can tell if someone's opened it or not. That's filth. Oh, like sales emails and right. Cold, like cold you know what it usually emails? is? They load like a pixel. Right. A pixel-sized JPEG. It's somewhere in the email. Pixel. And it's they a, and it. your service sees if they access the pixel. Blech. You can block that, that stuff, though. You can block it. Mm-hmm. No, know, somebody in your office does that. Eric? Mm-mm. Becca? Nope. Sophie? Yeah. Sophie? Sophie does it. She tracks emails. Sophie has a little pixel? She does something. She goes, they haven't opened Filth. my email yet. And I, because like, I, I, after Ashley got to go to uh, early Star Wars, I said, hey, Sophie, your PR. You should, like, figure out how to get us to get two tickets to the Star Wars premiere in L.A. She's like, what? And I go, yeah, just figure it out. And she's like, okay, I'll give it a shot. She got, like, the Disney PR person's name, and uh, yeah. she messaged, and there was a Star Wars PR person, and I was, like, asking her for updates. She's like, they haven't opened my email yet. I'm like, yeah, that's where I about the level we're at. <laughs> Even open the email. But these jerks, they have opened the email and done nothing with it. Like, I can't fault Patrick. Patrick is one of the people on the list. But Patrick just hasn't opened it. Okay. I'm sure you'll see I haven't opened it. I didn't no, get... you haven't opened uh, your show. But, but, make sure but you type why, in your email, right? Why haven't you opened it, Patrick? Because I'm not going to open it until I know the answer. He's not going to open it until he knows <laughs> you the know answer. He's Smart man. I would, I would have gone with... Because I haven't been checking my work email, but if you want to say that yeah. you're playing this weird game with me, that's that. why. So th- there's usually a lot of, like, people like to have New Year's parties. You Do have, they? You're having a New Year's party. That's a new shirt. People like New Year's parties. Would you rather... <laughs> oh, Chris Ramirez has updated that he will be attending. If, you ha- if you're having a New Year's party, would you rather people show up at the beginning and leave early or show up late and stay until New Year's? What do you mean, leave early? Because if someone, let's say someone was invited to two parties and they wanted, oh, it matters if you're there at New Year's. That's all that matters. Okay, so right. you'd rather them come. You don't want to be. You don't want to be at a party where a New Year's party where everyone leaves at eleven. You know, not everybody, but I'm saying like a few. People. I did that. I think 2015. I went to three New Year's parties. Yeah, which I, I asked you guys before I, I said I was going to throw a get together. Are you guys doing anything else? And you're like no. So I'm committed. You, you're committed. I'm I'll be all there in on the yours. whole time. All right. As Good long day. as the copper mug is clean and ready to go. It's, by the way, 29 degrees that day. So so we're Yikes. not going to be going on your roof. We will not be going on my roof. You Unless, have a fire up there? Yeah. It's but it's, not, it doesn't keep you warm. It doesn't keep you too warm. Well, good. I, I will look forward to staying indoors. And drinking shitloads of champagne. 
I will bring champagne. I like how we're talking about to the party contribute. In, in, in the future tense. I brought we champagne. Had it last day. I had a great time. I, I kissed someone. I don't remember who it was. Gavin, do you remember who it was? Oh, I thought you were saying it was me. <laughs> no, I don't, think, I don't think that happened. You're a little, you get a little saucy in New Year's. Yuck. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> Look at Barbara, I think she took that personally. Did you really? You called me yuck. I'm only kidding. You've done that to Gus like a thousand she times. She said the you. last thing in the world she ever wanted to do was sit on my lap. She said that this podcast? <laughs> like before the podcast started, right? <laughs> Why well, did that come up in conversation? Now you should do it just to say that you would you really hate that? Sit on Gus's lap? It was yeah. the last thing in the world. For me, world. it was eating live octopus. I so. feel like I would crush Gus. Oh, is that <laughs> why? Break him in half. He's like six feet tall. It does. I don't think it matters how tall you are. I've sat, I've sat on Jack's lap. You want to sit on my lap, Gavin? Yeah. All right. Oh. So also, I did a thing Get on your this. your fanfics ready. I left the guest list public on this thing. I like that. I right? Like, Ooh, this is beautiful, by the way. Because I also I didn't want to deal with like. Never talk to me or my son ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, Barbara. That was great. I recommend it. No, no, offer's gone. Bunny, you up next? You want to sit on my lap? No, you want to sit on Gus. <laughs> no, Gus and I have gotten too close. Kevin's just going around sitting on everyone's lap. One, everyone <laughs> on the everyone in the crew. I Come admire. I like when people make guest lists public because then you know who not to talk about the party to. Oh, is that what it is? Well, just like- Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I know a lot of people who are very upset to not be invited to your party. Well, tell me who what? and I'll invite them. What? <laughs> tell me who and I'll invite them. Who? Somebody upset? Here you go. Tell you often. <laughs> really? Well, f I mean, I maybe- Maybe you did invite them and maybe they were there last night I mean, I had people a great the, time. I have people on the list that I know can't or, come because they're in town. Or maybe they didn't get the email. That's true. Yeah, Gus, what's your story? I don't- I don't- I don't get it. Here, I'm gonna send it again. I sent it to your- your address. Hmm. Um, do you want me to do you want me to RSVP for you right now? Uh, no, I want to see this email. I want to open this email. I want you to see that I opened it. You did have two <laughs> conflicting times in that email, though. I, I did not. Ask you. Yeah, so the invitation says nine. Yes. But on the event thing, it says eight thirty. Oh, uh, we'll do nine. We'll do nine. <laughs> I like it how he matter, denies it. And then like, I, oh, I like okay. coming on time to things, so I'm going to show. No, up no, I, I I was saying that in a mortified way. I did not oh. because we did change times a couple times, uh, and I also realized that the invitation is a digital invitation. That I had to go through and modify. It should just it, once you put a time in, it should modify the text of the I invitation. I think it sent like a Google Calendar automatic thing. Get the to fuck me, out of and here! And I think it did. God damn! I love how is that people plan parties these days. I know, right? Tell me about it. Request RSVPs message. You don't guess. go the moment a party how do starts. How do we get to send you another message? I Gus? go like within mm -hmm. the first fifteen minutes usually. You a party. do? Yeah. I, I, I like to make the most of the time I have there. I feel like you gotta wait wait at least an hour. I I like going right at the beginning. Bernie knows this. But I'm what if they're not the ready? first person to show what up. No, like, you're your second person. You know who always the first person who would show up before you? Blank. Jordan Swears. Jordan Swears. Was Nailed that right? It. Nailed it. He shows. He'll show up early for a party. That's too much. It's crazy. It's because like, what do you what are you doing like, this for? I feel like if the party says it starts at eight thirty, you're not ready at eight thirty. You don't want anyone to be there at eight thirty. You got to be yeah. ready at eight thirty if you that's the time you put out there. You yeah. want to be ready at like you want people to show up at like eight forty five. Oh, you still like washing dishes and like things like that. You're still yeah. like you're still lighting candles, like, great. I help kicking shit under the couch like that. <laughs> I, I come and I help. The barber's a huge help. Barber's a huge help. I, I, hum, I help cut cheese. I'm also, I'm not trying to impress Barbara at this point. I mean, that sure, ship sailed years I'm, ago. That's like, it's, it's years over. Ago. I'm pretty yeah. sure you hired Barbara just because she chopped up some peppers once. That's, that's probably a good call. It was very influential yeah. in my relationship with Barbara. So why'd you hire me? God, I ask myself that every day. 
Because <laughs> you refuse you to help with parking. <laughs> Universal traditions, that's mine. Black <laughs> holes and then waking up every morning going, why, God, why? <laughs> what was I thinking? Uh, so how, do you, do I, how do I resend this to Gus? Yeah, it's, it's your service. Do you... I'm, I'm sure it is. Do you... Gus. Maybe when you the word the word all right, Bernie, or the words all right, how do you spell that? Oh, all right. Okay, so you could do you could do like you're asking me like what do you think of the champagne? It's all right. How do you spell that? I would do a l r i g h t. Yeah, but I know the proper one is all right. I think I might. It's all right. A l r i g h t. No, yeah, all right with just one word and one l to me is like when you say all right, let's go. That's where I'd use. But that, what about that? that when example I describe I it, that it's all right. Right. That's A L L R I G H T space. What if you were you saw someone and you were like, all right? That's A L R I G H T. You know what's weird about that though? When you call something all right, like right. you're like it's all right, which means it's okay. But yeah. all right means it's like all of it is right. Right. Which means it's perfect. Correct. I feel like it. it so I, I'm strange. with you. Like I've been watching. I, I was watching a TV show the other day and I had the subtitles on, and these people kept saying, "All right, all right." And it kept using A L L space R I G H T, and in my head I was like, "No, it should be." Well, I think that's one actually word. the proper spelling. For what about it? I? You're right. So I, I looked yeah. it up, and that <laughs> is the proper usage. And A L R I G H T is considered improper, but it's accepted. I think it's slang. See, like, I use slang it as a slang, like when people say it in conversation. What we need is kind of like put, gonna. Gonna. I'm gonna. Do we that. need to put an apostrophe after the L. I. And then it will be grammatically correct. But there's so much in language that's such a pain in the ass too. Like when you say something's all right, you say it's like that means it's okay. Yeah. But it's also you're saying, hey, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Like it's all right. Well, it's the same with words like awesome or like pretty good. Like uh, oh, the champagne. The champagne's pretty good. Or I can say champagne's pretty good. It's just like it can mean either it's very good or eh, it's kind of good. Pretty good. Yeah. Which yeah. is not quite good. Which is why texting sucks. Oh, texting's the worst. Texting's yeah. the fucking worst. I'm never having another argument as long as I live over all text. Of the I'm misery, so done with it. All of the misery in your life comes from texting. It is. <laughs> it is. I'm, I'm, I'm texting or parking. I literally, I probably, <laughs> I don't have personal conversations with any of you people. I don't think, but there are people that I literally tell in text. I'm not going to talk to you about this in text. This is a personal conversation. We need to talk in voiceover. But you're also very bad at texting. But, but by the way, Barbara and I are great textures. We have. A lot of fun texting each other. You two are no fun to text. Really? Why is that? Am I about to am I about to shut you down? Please go on. Why am I about to text? Because I'm ready for this one. <laughs> Barbara is more enjoyable. Barbara is more enjoyable to text than you are, Gus. And I'm going to stick by that. We need some information to you're, support you're this claim. Gus is Gus is shitty text. Let me show you something here, Gus. I'm a great texter. I'm a this great. Is, this friend. is me texting you Bernie. Yeah. You would think I would get a reply, right? Lots of you. That's like five, six, seven, eight. To be aware, no, ten messages in a row without a reply. Full information over the he, course. He made of, me aware of a situation that I had to deal with over the course of twelve days. Ten texts over twelve days, no response. Is it true? Yeah, it's, it's impossible. I'm a bad texter, guys. It's impossible. Hey, bad texter. Bad texter. I can't live with you being he a better friend than bad. I am. Bad. He said you're not fun. You also didn't reply <laughs> to my email. <laughs> I didn't get your fucking email, and you know I didn't. <laughs> Did it maybe go into your junk? I checked. Oh. Don't have it. What about your other junk? junk? <laughs> he finally replied. <laughs> he, finally re he finally replied when I saw he had a bottle of liquor, so I gave him a drink recipe for that bottle of liquor. Uh, oh, yeah. And that's when he finally replied. You're so thoughtful as a friend. Yeah. I'm a bad texter. How come you never text me, Gus? When did I last text Barbara? Let me look. 
I normally I, I slack you sometimes. For some reason. <gasps> you do. I messaged you today about the real estate thing that you messaged me. You did message you. you congratulations, you replied to a text. <laughs> <laughs> Good texture, look 2018. Look at all the blue. Look at it. It's, it never stops. It's like one in every seven messages. No, it's not. Look, picture of my Hold whiskey. On. Why are you taking a picture of my whiskey? All right, blue, blue, blue. And I, blue. Thanks, boo. That's what I said. You replied. That's when you finally <laughs> replied. Gray, gray. All right, and listen. Gray. Listen. Gray. Then I said a thing to you. This is me starting a conversation with Gus. And he says, oh, yeah, I might do that. By the way, you have this huge crisis in your life you should be aware of. I went to go deal with the crisis. And then twelve day, over the course of 12 days, I kept texting you and you didn't reply. You didn't say thanks for the crisis? No! What? <laughs> Where? It's all one thing. Did you send me other stuff that I didn't get? 2018. The last my, text my I fam. have from you is the timestamp for where the crisis begins. Have you checked your junk? Be and, uh, before that. Oh, before that. Well, I can't be responsible. It was, uh, I can't be responsible for who I used to be. But it's not that you're bad at replying. You're just bad at conveying information over text. No! I'm fine. No. You sent me a bunch of stupid stuff. <laughs> you sent me a, 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 a ice tray with Tesla-shaped ice. I don't want to respond to that because you're awful. Then you sent me some stuff for the podcast. Right. I always. You sent me a picture for J JD as a kid, and I put a little heart on. Oh it. yeah, see that's. I, I apologized to Patrick earlier today for not texting him back quickly on something. I'm a great texter, he says. Listen, oh. Patrick's an angel. We can't drop Patrick down to our level. He br he brought himself into it. He sent me a message. I feel like with texting Gavin, he's never excited about what I'm texting him about. I sent you Ex something. Example? I sent you something crazy today. And I laughed. You I was like, I know. it made me laugh. I'm back. I'm backing you yeah. up here. Oh. I don't know. I always feel like you're never excited when I text you. Like, I today we're going to get Bevs after the podcast. And I was like, hey, you still down for Bevs? And you go, yee. Like, not like, yes, I, I am it, looking forward It was forward ye to with, like, three E's. <laughs> how many E's were on the ye? Oh, how many E's were there? That is important. <laughs> yeah. Look how many E's were on it. If, if it's ye, like, Y-E, then I'm like, yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah. If there's multiple E's, then how he's many, okay. How many multiple E's would qualify as Any more than wrong? one. Yeah, any more than one. There are three E's. Gosh, I'm now going to forward this to you. <laughs> do you like how I used that color? <laughs> I did. I do, feel like, I do feel like I should fix the thing. It's 9 o'clock, not 8.30. So the thing I sent to Gavin earlier was if you buy an iMac Pro and you forget to add a space gray trackpad to it, there's no way to add that trackpad later or buy one. You have to buy a whole new iMac Pro. I assume the same thing is it's the same for the give black up. lightning cable. Right. Listen, intervention. Give up on this company. <laughs> Just give up on them. Give up on Apple. How's your iPhone? Just be done. Is it good? Just be done. You're a blue person? Uh, listen, if You're you give person. up on iPhone... I know because I send you all those messages and I don't get them. I'll do it. I'm ready to go. It's like a suicide I'm like, pack. I'm like, I'm like in the doorway of the plane. I'm ready to jump. I'm ready to go. But do you have a ticket for that plane? And you're like, Pachinki? That's cool. Pachinki, where do you want to go? You want to go to Manson? Where do you want to go? And I'm like, fucking just pick one. Let's go. You're the one who's always switching. <laughs> I will go. I'm so happy with my PC. It just, you watched it update. What phone would you get if you switched away from Pixel 2? Can, can you use your or PC? Or I get a Razer phone. Is the that thing looks pretty fucking good. You want to get a Samsung Galaxy S8 or whatever? S8? No, I get the Pixel 2. Razer? Are we in like 2004 again? No, 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 not no. Motorola Razor. <laughs> Razor, like the oh, I've PC never company. Made that <laughs> yeah, no, oh. not like, a, not like a flip phone. Oh, I didn't realize they did Razor phones. with an E. Razor with an E. Oh, not Razor. Not Razor. R A Z R. That was my By first way, phone. Uh, where's my vessel? I don't know. Didn't come again. Another ba, 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 Christmas. Ba, 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 That's like what the third Christmas. I, I think it's the it? third or fourth. Yeah. Are they still promising to even make it, or is that yeah, gone? Yeah, they give you updates every now and then. I think they just sat there waiting for technology to exist. Yeah, probably. Yet. <gasps> There's a uh, smart to toaster like... oven. Have you seen this thing? I tell you about the June intelligent oven. No. <laughs> it You're takes right. pictures of your food. You put food in it, 
and it, and it has a camera in it. And it goes, those are cookies. And it says, here's how long you should cook these for. And then, like, if you cook bacon in it, it gives you, or whatever you cook, it records a time lapse of your food cooking. And then sends it to you. How yes. does it send it to you? Uh, who knows? <laughs> Can you, like, have it auto-post it to, like, Twitter or Instagram and have just, like, an Instagram account of all, what you have cooked in your toaster oven? All I know is to go, that's really cool, that's awesome, let me look at that. Oh, it's $1,500 for Jesus. toaster oh, oven? Oh, nope. Just yeah. put a GoPro in an oven. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, it'd be cheaper, right? <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it would only work once, but just prop, replace it. And, but you would never use that feature after you did it one time. <laughs> so, but so, that... That I have a toaster oven. I think I paid twenty-five dollars for it. How many? How many of those could I buy for fucking fifteen hundred dollars? I don't even have a toaster oven. I have a toaster and I have an oven. Yeah, I have a toaster. What? So a toaster oven is like a teeny it's, oven. It's a mini right. oven. I have one in the bus. I have uh, a little to- like a little toaster. Don't you also have like a, a fireplace in there or something? Yeah. What do you think? I'm gonna cook food in the fireplace? <laughs> oh, like, I'm on, like, I'm like on the range. Fireplace pizza. <laughs> Oh, oh that sounds really idea. good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can make you can get one of those clay, like a pizza stone. Yeah. yeah. See, my dream used to be to get night vision goggles. I think I've switched now, and I'd like to get one of those. I saw an outdoor pizza oven. That seems like ultimate cool thing. Have you seen the one at, at Bucolina? Take just, another little pizza. Well, I guess it would be cool to have a dedicated pizza oven in my house. It just seems like I'm not going to dedicate the square footage to that. Is it Bufalina? Yeah. Have you seen the one at Bufalina? I thought it was Buffalina. It looks like. It's really cool. What about no. by Felicia? I, I, I want an There's oven a new that looks pizza like that. place up on Burnett. That's the second location. I've never been to that one. There's another one. Is that Bufalina? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that guy. I uh, went there. Yeah, that's uh, the with kids. Pizza. Yeah, they have like these. The name they name the ovens. They give them names. Like Charlotte. Like yeah. Like there. This is Gino. You know, wow. Dave. And or not, probably not Dave, but okay. <laughs> but uh, I met the uh, the owner of the place was. Saying hello to people in line and, and like introducing yeah. them to the restaurant and everything. I was like, okay, this I'll come back here because this guy's an entrepreneur and he's like busting his fucking ass. It's like that I, people don't realize how much people appreciate that. Yeah. When, you know, the owner is there or the manager is like greeting people and bringing them in. On the know. subject of uh, cameras and toast ovens, my because I have one of those ring doorbells, <laughs> mine started sending me alerts for like stuff in the name. You have a ring doorbell? I know what you mean. I have a they shouting were, doorbell. They were once the sponsor of this podcast, so I know all about them. Hey. Um, <laughs> were they? Weren't they? Oh, shit. Were they? Either way, I, I got an alert. I don't know. It's just started sending me shit from the neighborhood. Like anything within like five miles, I guess, is like people can share their doorbell footage. Really? So I was like, what is this what? about? Yeah, and it was like four miles away. I was like, <laughs> I'll watch this clip. It was a guy walking up to someone's front door, spitting, like just gauzing a load of shit down. And then taking a hit from a crack pipe and then walking off. Oh my Whoa. god, what wow. the fuck? Into the doorbell thing. Just like by the front door, just like that's where I'm going to take a hit of crack. That's great. As you do. What a great feature. Yeah. Also, tons of people in Austin be nicking packages off doorstep. Oh, really? That's a yeah. bummer. Yeah. yeah. And you don't know what you're going to get because you can subscribe to like... Did you see that video? Shampoo. Of the guy who... Uh, there's a, a person who kept having packages stel- uh, stolen from his door, and he put this package that would spring when someone would touch it. It wasn't a spring, it was like a shotgun shell, wasn't it? Was oh, it? I've what? seen those, yeah. Yeah, it was like I know, a blank. I know it made like a sound like I think it was a blank from but a- I thought it just like sprung. I think it was just gunpowder in a shell. So it's like So people would like, r- like, go up to it, touch it, and like, it would explode, and then they would run away. Holy shit, and yeah, I'd run away too. Yeah. Pretty sure that's illegal? Is that illegal? Stealing packages Trap off people like that? Doors? Yeah, there was a case of I mean, a dude. You can't kill people with automated guns, can you? Well, there was a case that 
I want to say it was North Dakota. We talked about it on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Where there was an exchange student, and he was living in the U.S., and a guy set up a trap for him where he put an open garage door, and I want to say he put a purse yeah. in the middle of the garage, and this person was walking by, saw the purse, walked in, took the purse, he popped out with a shotgun and shot the guy and killed him. That's like hunting. That's like baiting. Yeah, baiting and hunting someone, yeah. Is that, am I getting the details of that? It's pretty much right? the same thing. Is that like trying to find an excuse to kill someone? I'm gonna look it, it seems like, and I think he got convicted of, uh, of a crime for doing that. What was the crime? It, it was Montana. Murder. <laughs> oh, yeah. But could he, could he have claimed self-defense? No, because <laughs> he set up the scenario for this to happen. 70 years in prison. In Missoula courtroom, Missoula, Montana, <clears throat> Montana homeowner is sentenced to 70 years in prison for the shotgun killing of a German exchange student. And I believe that was the circumstances of the German exchange student being killed. Sorry, I have my sound on. Look at all those chickens. <laughs> Look at all those chickens. You guys, I, I, I was about to ask a really stupid question. I was like, do you ever regret not doing like an exchange student thing? But you're both from a different country <laughs> living here. Gus, do you ever regret not doing that? I grew up next to a different country. I know. Yeah. Did you also live in Puerto Rico for a bit? Yeah, but I was an adult. Oh. I, I feel like, though, I feel like America and Canada and Mexico are very kind of contiguous experiences. You're right. They're all connected. It, yeah. It's well, Canada like, and America like, especially. What? Canada and America. Canada and America especially. Although... Yeah. Yeah, and I, I guess there's, there's a language barrier going down in Mexico, and the culture's significantly different. But when, yeah. I, when I, you know, when I go to places like San Antonio, it just feels e extremely integrated, you know. And we don't ever talk about the theft of the United, the theft of Mexico <laughs> from a sovereign state. Go ahead. by what, the United States. What was the? Uh, what, wait, 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 wait. The the country uh, Texas became a country before joining the U.S. You think it was the U.S. that? That caused the revolution in Texas? Absolutely. I just think the Texas, they were just assholes. I think they were just like... A bunch of assholes from the United States. I think they, just, they were white Austin people like up. most of the people that were in no, America. I do wish I could have done an exchange program. Because I think that would have been a cool experience. Going to like France or something. Oh, you're going to France? Yeah. You went to... You made a pilgrimage though, right? Uh, to Israel. To Israel. Yeah. And how long I, was that? Uh, that was two weeks. 14 days. Did, uh, I did birthright. Time. Sounds like a vacation. So what's the what's because Israel has mandatory military service. Mm -hmm. Do you have to get out of that, or does it just if you were Only born there? If you were born there. If you're born there, I believe, yeah. or if you move there by a certain age, I think. So that's for citizens. Yeah. Right. Citizens. And isn't it all that paid for by like the supreme Jewish money pot? Go, Go ahead. <laughs> like, ah, the supreme Jewish money pot. You mean the birth the birthright trip? Yeah. Yeah, it's paid by um like. Synagogues and it's like a other like fund rich Jewish people. That's what religions do. They they do things that reinforce the religion. Like yeah. I mean, the Mormon I was church, Catholic. they pay for they people to sent, go on these. They never sent me anywhere. What's the what's the Mormon thing called? Mission. Mission. mission? My mission is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Where for two years they go around and spread the word. Yeah. The Mormon knock, religion. Knock on doors. Yeah. Ride bikes. Yeah, it's, I think that um, it's a it was a great trip. I think it was really important to experience that and to like learn more about that culture and where we're all from do you think we should have mandatory maybe not military service yes. but civil service in this country i think we should have mandatory military service military service really Absolutely. you say military i think yeah. we should have civil service and military could be a possible option for like that the military is such a large part of our national budget <clears throat> and the u.s is so involved worldwide 
on a military basis, I think more people should have should have an understanding and a respect for it. And I think that yeah, we should all have mandatory service. You need to join the military though. I didn't know. <laughs> if it was mandatory, I would. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know, you can join the military. Can you join the military? I'm, I'm probably way too old now to join the military. <laughs> What's the cutoff? It's like 34, right? Then you want like then you want world peace instead. Yeah, I mean, the the military does a lot of humanitarian aid as well. It's true you can never be a pilot if you don't have 2020 vision, right? I think that's is correct. that a thing? Okay, yeah. they don't want to wait for you to put your contacts in. Or, yeah, yeah, my glasses. My glasses. <laughs> you probably just have to cl- it, it, when you're getting a private uh, pilot certification, you have to pass a health examination. Mm-hmm. It's called a third class airman uh, medical exam. Finger on the butt. What's that? Oh, I had to figure out where to park the plane. And then, uh, I, so I assume for military jets and things, it's first class, probably. I mean, I'm assuming. Makes sense. Probably more stringent, you know. Yep. I think that. Oh, like, you can now enlist in the Air Force all the way up until you're 39. Oh. oh. Astronauts must be the toughest health-wise to get. I just think they're dumb. What? What? I just think they have no, like, the astronauts are just, they just don't have any regard for their personal safety. Well, what, what about? That's what I'm, 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 like I don't know if being dumb is the right word. I just think there's like a, there's courage, and then there's just like no awareness of danger of any kind whatsoever. <laughs> How's yeah. that different to someone on the front lines of war? Well, they're usually they're ordered to go there. Well, I, I kind of sure, but I, they. I never heard anybody the, showing up at a war and going, "Hey, where's the front line? Can I go there? <laughs> you know, I, I just want to. I, I kind of. What do you know? You I'm just hanging out. Country, they joined the military. I brought my own gun. That doesn't mean they were dumb. I'm not saying dumb. Dumb was the wrong thing to say. I'm just saying they have no regard for their personal safety. Well, some people. Would rather sacrifice their own safety for the furtherment. Well, uh, no, no, but I kind of see what you're saying. It makes me think of the scene in the right stuff where um, they're showing the capsule, like the Mercury capsule, for the first time, and the astronauts say, "Well, where's the window? We need to be able to look out." And they're like, "Well, a window's not safe. Like, we need to make this whole capsule metal, otherwise it could fail." And they're like, "No, no, we need a window. That way we can fly. Like, we, you're not going to fly. You're just in the capsule. Like, no, no, we need a window. So they have to figure out how to put a window on this thing." <laughs> Like people, getting, people getting experimental planes and stuff like that. It's just like, ah, fuck it. But how does any how does any technological leap happen without people like that? No, we need them. That we have to, There's a certain percentage of the population. I'm saying they're critical, well, and I admire them, would, but there is a would... point at which there's self-awareness, there's self-preservation, and then there's a point where you go beyond that where you're just like, ah. <laughs> Didn't you say you'd go to Mars and never come back? Yeah. <laughs> would you really, though? I can't wait for that to know. happen. You wouldn't really. it'd, be, it'd be cool to go to Mars, I think. But, but you can't come back? back. I mean, what's here, really? <laughs> Us, guys. Mars what's would here? suck, though. How about everything that's ever happened? Yeah, but then you could make everything that's ever happened on Mars. Ooh, that's a cool... But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go to Mars, everything we're, that's ever happened it's like, didn't happen. Way too old it's for like that. the first or the best ever. <laughs> like, I'm shitty at everything on Earth, but it's like, oh, that guy, Gus, he jumped the furthest you, on Mars. You, you were talking about history. He's like the long jump champion. <laughs> <Could> you, <laughs> he's got every gold medal on Mars. Imagine being the first person to jack off on Mars. Yeah. You fucking semen floating off into space? <laughs> the best how Mars works. <laughs> you're in the Guinness Book of Mars records. You're like every single fucking thing. 40 meter cum shot. That Gus has done. It'd be like Gus's shopping list would be a record on yeah. everything that's ever happened. Yeah. The first person to step on Mars will be fucking amazing. And I hope that happens in our lifetime. It looks like it will. That'll be amazing. That'll be amazing. amazing. How's it more amazing than the moon? Because uh, it's a different planet. Further. The moon's a piece of shit. The, the moon is like, it's not what a different planet. What if the moon planet. is listening to this podcast right now? The only reason the moon isn't a different planet is because <laughs> about the moon. it hit the earth. It orbits earth, right? Yeah. What about it? It doesn't orbit the sun, it orbits earth. Right. Mars doesn't orbit the sun. Is it really that different though? It's it is. red instead of white. It's bigger. It's further It's got away. ice. Sure. It's got ice. It's got atmosphere. You're already yeah. landing on like an extraterrestrial lump. It's. I'm not saying the moon thing wasn't cool. It was cool. 
Where's landing on a different cooler? planet is huge. Why? Because it is the gateway to us getting off of this planet there's a, exclusively. There's a giant no which parking is the only way sign we can survive. That says no humans. It is literally only resident. a matter of time until this planet is not habitable. Either a meteor hits it, the sun explodes, whatever. We know that will happen. We know it. So we have to, if we're going to survive as a species, we have to get off this planet. Yeah. Yes. But do we have to survive as a species? Yes. Well, we don't have to. Look at this. Just if you ask the astronauts and the test pilots, nah. Let's just fucking, you know, just hurdle ourselves at walls Earth and shit. Earth had a good run. We just, we to 2018, Earth. Earth had a good run. I mean, even like Richard Garriott, he's <laughs> a normal person who then went on to be a business magnate in the video game world, then decides he wants to go into fucking outer space. That's a certain level of lunacy it takes to go into the- Lunacy? <laughs> oh, there you go. That's why they call it lunacy. Anybody who's a, who says, I want to get close to the moon is a lunatic. Yep. Well, well done. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. All right. So thanks everybody for watching. Hope your uh, 2018 has started okay. And Happy we'll see you guys next week. Be do you. <laughs> to the moon, yeah. okay. Hope Bye. it was okay. Love you.